Blog Talk Radio. Comments expressed on the J. King Network contain mature content and may be deemed as offensive in nature. However, they may not reflect the same views held by the network itself. So please, use discretion when tuning in. Good morning, Rosalyn, cousin. How you doing? Good morning. Good morning, Willie Dean. Good morning, everybody. My name is J. King. Welcome to King's Good Morning. With me are my co-hosts, one lover, one lover. You're lucky if you have just one love. One love, one love. You're lucky just to have just one love yourself. That's Yusuf Kente, y'all. There ain't a problem he can't fix. He can fix it in the mix. Fix in the mix. Good morning, Jerry Hines. Every breath. Good morning, Cola. Every breath. <laughs> <laughs> Every breath, every breath you take is a blessing. Don't believe me? Hold your breath for about two minutes. All right, let's breathe. Kings in the morning. Got my coffee. If you got yours, put your emojis up. Kings in the morning. Let's go. Johnny Graham Cracker Davis. Davis. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Kings in the morning. You got to wear your sunglasses, as you said, say. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the J. King Network. Get ready, because it's going to be a rough and buffy ride. Y'all seen what it said on the side of the building when you first showed up. Get your kids out the room, your elderly parents, because we're going to raise some hell in here today, y'all. C-T-E. C pretty trends Dr. Trey with the high top fade. Good morning, Mr. Elliott. Good morning, everyone. It's about that time, y'all. Let's make you do what it do. Brother Reverend Ali. Talk too much, Jay Mute you. Sing a little song, Jay Mute you. Jay Mute me with brutality. So come on and call and see. So you can see. Ah, Jay Mute me. Jay Mute me. Jay Mute me. I'll tell you, Jay Mute me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You be saying what? good morning to other people doing people's introduction and fucking their shit off, Jay. 
Well, I apologize, but, you know, I got to say good morning to the people. By the way, um, Jeff Carlin had to go had to go to Good Morning Rich Chocolate 1972. He had to go over to Instagram because he didn't got himself uh, violated over there on Facebook. That's on the what is that? Well. The anti-Jews this week. Mm-hmm. No, he be calling himself fucking with me, and I be saying shit and doing shit, and then when he do it, they pencil on, they take they get his ass in Facebook jail. Mm-hmm. You should be in Facebook jail too, Fred. Emailing the nigga at two thirty in the morning. <laughs> that ain't Facebook. <laughs> I was thinking of you. No, you ain't thinking of me, nigga. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Fred, you ain't gonna... That ain't sound that good. You know, hey, that's y'all personal business. <laughs> well, Fred, you thinking about? You thinking about Ali, huh? Yeah, <laughs> in the morning. Heavy on my mind. And I said, you just know he has. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not true of Jeff Carlin. I believe Mark Zuckerberg is Jewish, and he ain't that tall. So I don't think it has anything to do with your height or the fact that you're Jewish. I think some of the shit you say is a little weird, like what Fred just said. Good morning, Michael. Not sure. Fred was thinking about Fred was thinking about Ali at two o'clock in the morning, and called him. That's their personal business. No, he, why are you putting the ten on? He didn't call me, Jay. He, he emailed me, and you know, well, and, and, and you messed up. With those. Why you say CTE this morning? You know, you meant to say PTE. You said C, yeah, you did Jay. Say CTE. I did. I, did I say P T E. Oh, my bad. Yeah, you fucking up. I fixed it. I fixed it when I said "pretty trend line." I brought it right back. So, yeah. Uh, um. So this weekend, we did a, uh, you know, we we did a a private event, and I did it for Alan Wayne Warren who's my friend, you know, it's like my little bro. But but you know what? I don't like doing those. So that's the plus and the minus to doing those events. The plus is, you know, everything is going to be top-notch, sound, everything. The minus is everybody there is high for looting. And I think if everything, and, and then they, you know, and, and everybody gets super important. This is all the super important people. And, when you get super important people in a, in a spot, everybody going to be out important. One person wants to out important the other person. Well, you know I'm important. Well, I'm important too. Well, I'm most important. Well, you Where might be most at? important, but I'm more important. Is that right? Well, I'm the morest important of all the mostesses. And, you know, so then they, they have these, this important. Good morning, Perk Nash. Good morning, Dave Smith. It's an important battle, if you will. Not so much crabs, uh, 
more like clouds. They they become clouds. They they can become further and further up the ground. So they had they had the program. They had a, a uh, they had a um a schedule. And then uh, so Cedric the entertainer came. So when Cedric came, he was a little late, and they said, um, and the so Alan Wayne, he was like. You know, I want to I want to address some of the people that's in the room. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, and they all knew uh, boss, big hog, whatever they call him. Good morning, Dale Bernie. And so um, he introduced Cedric the Entertainer, and then he said, you know, um, also in the room is um, Judge Greg Mathis. So Greg Mathis stands up. And they say, um, Jerome Bettis is in the room. So Jerome Bettis stands up. Then they say, uh, uh, a champion for justice. <laughs> you know, he uh, his voice is probably bigger than everybody's in the room when it comes to, this, you know, you know the stage of justice. Um, Derek Johnson from the NAACP. <laughs> Damn, not national. National, national. <laughs> so, <laughs> Damn. So the first thing that goes off in my head is, first of all, <laughs> call me Goldie. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> so, so, you know, so now I got Goldie in my head, right? And so, um, so then they let each of them speak. So as National was talking, good morning, Mona. All I'm hearing is, first of all, let me just say, to be here is an honor. You know, when it comes to justice, I fight for justice outside of the NAACP. However, as it relates to the NAACP, I'm going to say this, and I want to say it one time. If you're a member, you are making a PR. If you are the president of a local branch, you are one of my hoes. And if you are the president of a state NAACP organization, you are my bitch. And my bitches better keep my holes in line and my holes better keep... So that's what I'm hearing in my head. Good morning, Devil Terry, <laughs> as he speaks. Good morning, El Malik. Good morning, The Real. Uh, <laughs> and so, so I'm like, God damn, this is national. And I really wanted to go up and say something. I'm not anybody. So... Um, so we're supposed to be on at like eight o'clock. I think we didn't get on to nine thirty or something. You know, and you know, um and they talked too much. Everything went over. So people were leaving. <laughs> so for me it was just like a a good rehearsal for us. Mm-hmm. A few people stayed. Hey, a, a problem with the 
Well, you can't. You, know, you should. You know, those kind of things. The entertainment should come in the in the middle or beginning of it. And um, but you don't. You know, that's what those things are. You can't. Also, too, don't it seem like it would be a problem them giving up, giving it up like you would at a at a regular concert? No, I think they. No, I think I think they talked too long. People were tired. You know, um, so anybody who knows me, good morning, Lee Fletcher. They know that I start on time and I end on time. That's even me. So, and like if I if I have like on on Sunday, I I did what they they call the keynote. It was 10 minutes long. Um, I spoke for 10 minutes to question for 10 minutes, and they were running late. And, you know, and I just don't like, I don't like that shit. So I was supposed to be on at 7.10. I went on at 7.16. So they were six minutes late. Good morning, Teresa. So I looked at my time. I said it's um, uh, 7.16. I'll be done at 7.26. And then you guys get asked questions for ten minutes, and that's what I did. And um, mm-hmm. they wanted me to talk about generational wealth and uh, and the black community, and um, and so I talked about how um, who we are in the generational wealth game and the fact that, you know, um, and I, I don't know if we take into account who we are, what we've been through, and how resilient we are. And I, and I, I said, you know, um, we talk about the fact that we're just able to, to get involved in, the, in the, the stock market and such. Good morning, Alvin Harrison. Good morning, Reginald Sanders. What we don't talk about is why our grandmothers and great-grandmothers and great-great-grandmothers and grandfathers, why they hid money in their mattress and in the house. Good morning, Everett Stein. And the reason why they did it is because um, of how they were treated. Good morning, Jojo Red. How they were treated when they went into the bank. Um, Sometimes banks would cheat them and they had no recourse. You know, uh, when they bought stuff, they wanted to pay cash for it because owing somebody something, they felt like they could always charge more interest and more interest and make it where they never own it because they didn't think they were smart enough to own it in the first place. So they didn't trust anything because there was nothing in America that made them feel like they could trust it. After all, you have to remember, they um, they were once – slaves in a country that was now telling them they were free. Good morning, Ron Carter. So I said, so, you know, we are really the first generation that could really plug into the notion of generational wealth. And then I talked about us and how we are, we're really the economy drivers. We just won't get in the car. Nothing is cool unless we say it. As a matter of fact, if you don't believe me, just go, you know, do your own research and you'll find out that 
we're what they call the cool factor. They run things by the black community first, whether it's tennis shoes, cars, uh, food, whatever it is, they run it by the black community first. And if we say, yeah, they go. If we say no, they hesitate, retool, and, 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 you know, and start over again. So we're really the beginning of commerce in America, which means that we are, we're the, um, we have access to investing before anybody because we know what's about to happen. We just won't do it. Uh, I talk about uh, the lies we tell ourselves, you know, how we are a loving and giving people. Good morning, Father. But our communities are more dangerous to us because of us. But we won't have that conversation because we'd rather talk about police officers that kill us, and they do, and they should be talked about. But what should be talked about more than that is why we kill us. Why are we so uh, hateful towards us? And um, and I talked about a couple of things like that. I talked about the history of a Coe, Florida, and, and I said, you know, we uh, we get mad at white people. And we say, y'all know what y'all did, but we don't, we don't know our own history, but we expect other people to. And, you know, when I speak, I just, I know, good morning, Tahaka, Tahaka. I know when I speak that I'm going to make people mad, and I like it. Um, good morning, Sequoia. Good morning, Faiso. Because if I make you mad, that means that I'm telling the truth and you don't like the truth. Good morning, uh, Bernard Meadowbrooks. And I think until we start hearing the truth uh, continuously, we're going to fall into the same old pattern. You know, we're going to continue to do we shall overcome and no justice, no peace. And we're going to continue to get mad because, Doc, because Donald Trump and his people are saying that um, black people are going to vote for Donald Trump because of the tennis shoes. And I don't know why y'all get mad about shit like that. I laugh at shit like that. If, if that's what they think is going to Donald Trump might lose. If he thinks making a, a, a gold tennis shoe is going to make black people vote for him, then he, then he, he, he might lose. Michael Niner Jordan said it all started when they separated the blacks from the house Negroes to field Negroes. Uh, yeah, I hear you, Mike. Um, most people don't even understand that concept, Mike, because they don't really know our history. They only know it peripherally. So I just think that um, that we've been lied to by leadership for so long because leadership wants to stay in control of black thought. And the only way I can stay in control of black thought is to make black thought uh, Find it an enemy, latch on to it, and put some and add a little color to it, and um, and we're off to the races. I will say this to you all: um, diversity, equity, and inclusion has helped me move forward in my life because I have friends from different walks, from different ilks different positions, different places, 
I'm always in the game somewhere because I have a friend that's in the game somewhere. Good morning, Tyrone David, that can advance something that I'm doing, Uh, an idea that I have. And today, before we, you know, I'm I'm going to get into it (coughs) about, I'm going to tell you guys a story about a young man and how diversity, equity, and inclusion is going to probably save this young man's life. And this is why uh, when you are one-dimensional in everything about you, then that is your growth is going to be that. And... Um, if we, um, when we start talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the one thing I said was if, um, good morning, Santana said, good morning, Stephanie Poole. <laughs> they can't, people are leaving the show. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. But let me tell you, let me tell you who is leaving the show right now, Ali. Your dumb ass. That's why your mm-hmm. dumb ass is on mute. <laughs> good morning, Daphne. <laughs> Does anybody else want to join his dumb ass? And that was funny, Jay. You you were tearing them speakers up. Like, this is the shit show. I went on. That was funny listening to you. When he was up there speaking who? at the uh, event, at the private party. Nigga, that ain't what he's talking about. Mute his ass, Jay. Finish what you were saying. Mute that motherfucker. Right. Please mute him. He Damn. should never be able to speak again. Motherfucker, you were, you were good. Right there, Jay, man. Show us how to get, get in this game and get along with white folks and put <laughs> and, and, and get our shit together and exclusion and shit. Well, fuck that yeah, nigga. So I told a lot of black people that they the same racism, the same hate, the same discrimination, the same bias that they say white folk are towards us. When you start being the same way towards them, you ain't no different. So we start saying shit like we come from kings and queens, you know. We we the superior. We you don't say you sound just like the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. So when you start sounding like the shit you hate, you really uh, you the same thing. So anyway, so we're gonna get this show started. I'm gonna do the daily word. You said, Kenty, are you gonna do the word of the day? Jay, why you keep asking? You know, Yusuf Kente is going to do the word of the day. You keep passing it off, nigga. That's why. You you know, be muted, that's when you day. come in and At, fuck up and talk. About... Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to do the I'm daily word. The day. uh, today is Tuesday, February 27, 2024, and the daily word is free. F-R-E-E. I am free to be me. As I watch a bird soaring above me in the sky or a butterfly flitting from flower to flower, I think of them as gloriously free, each one easily expressing its divine nature. They remind me that I, too, am spiritually free. Living from my dignity, I free myself from insecurity and negativity. I free myself from worry and despair. 
If negative thoughts enter my mind, I deny their power over me, and I affirm my freedom in all situations. If I don't like a condition in my life, I have the power to make a change by responding with faith, wisdom, and peace. I am free to take a higher path. I grow ever strong and confident as I align with the freedom that is mine as a child of God. Living this way deeply fulfills my soul. Today's Bible verse is Romans 8.2. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free. Yusuf Kente, what Amen. is the word of the day? Amen. King, the word of the day is neighbor. Spell neighbor, N-E-I-G-H-B-O-R. Neighbor is someone living close to or next to you in your hood. So let me use that in a sentence. Reese off the radio's double should get an Oscar for directing Arnold Schwarzenegger on how to say neighbor in the commercial, in his commercial instead of neighbor. Neighbor. Man, they gotta be fucking kidding me. This motherfucker's off the chain. I'm telling you, man. You can tell that nigga been thinking about Reese all weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Only when I see the commercial. You must haven't seen the commercial. Have you seen the commercial, Ali? Good morning. Have you seen the commercial? Yeah, I've seen the commercial. Yeah. Neighbor. Now, don't he look like Reese, Jay? Don't don't the director look at talk like Reese? Good morning, Joe. No. Good morning, Del Verde. Yeah. Um, it's funny because Reese sent, uh, sent something uh, over the weekend. I thought it was Reese in the picture with another guy. I said, I started laughing. I was like, oh, my God, I thought that was Reese. Okay. Um <laughs> So, who's who's got the oven in the background? <laughs> Microwave. Nigga said an oven. How can you get an oven over the phone, James? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it sounds like you know how when you open up the oven and the fire be in the oven. Like a brick house oven, oven that you cook pizza in. <laughs> Tomorrow it's gonna be a toaster, nigga. <laughs> Jay, did you see um, where Donald Trump over the weekend said the the blacks like him because they buy his T-shirt, his mugshot T-shirt? I'm gonna tell you what I'm gonna tell you what Donald Trump. I'm gonna tell you what Donald Trump has done. Donald Trump has single-handedly proven that he really he really is not smart, and black people should look at Donald Trump and say, you know what, this motherfucker really. Is he really? Is he dumb? He he said that Donald Trump said some of the dumbest shit this side of Mississippi. But um, have you guys seen the Donald Trump rap? No. Why four five strap it to gold bottom? Something about him that dirty the swipe got him. A leg strap, no lace to drum up at him. The last person to touch from my bench shot out with you up. You should write red Trump stuff on the TV. You couldn't get this color if you had a personal genie. 
you know what keeps a hip hop. I never flip flop. Yeah, much up with good hip top, not for my flip flop. Like the limited edition, go white and cherry red, patent leather pitch stripe with silver mag on my head, slash gold with the strap, red and white with magic hair. Oh, like All paper, but it just depends on when or where I'm at. Don't get me wrong, man. And DJT ain't dumb, man. Cause if your show is on the shelf, you should have some, man. You cannot sit up and tell me that you have none, man. You may not have three or four, but you got one, man. Get me two pairs, I need two pairs. I can get the stuffing in my trunk for swan. I get the stuffing in my trunk for swan. Get me two pairs, I need two pairs. I can get the stuffing in my trunk for swan. I get the stuffing in my trunk for. So, um, Mr. Head, you do it, Jay. You sound better. You sound more like Donald Trump is coming, calling in right now. Uh, how are you doing, um, uh, Donald? First of all, Jay, let me say this: that that wasn't me. It was not me. It was <laughs> it was guys that are trying to impersonate me. And I'm going to tell you right now: I like the blacks, and the blacks like me. I like the blacks, and the blacks like me. I like the blacks, and the blacks like me. If I said that, then that. And I'm going to tell you why I said that. I did not say that my tennis shoes brought the blacks. What they said was, blacks like tennis shoes, and so does Trump. And Trump has brought the tennis shoes to the blacks with the gold, because the black likes the gold. And at my rally, because of the lights, I couldn't see the whites, but I could see the blacks. And that's all I said. (laughs) Everyone here, everyone knows... Everyone knows that people love me from everywhere. Reese on the radio, John Beckman, they want me to be king of America, and I'm thinking about it. They said, Donald, why don't you become king? At first I said no. But now I'm thinking, yes, I should be king of America. There will be another better king. I'll be king for forever. Everyone knows. Jay King, did you know that I'm going to live to be 350 million years old? What? What do you mean you're going to live to be 350 years old, um, Mr. Trump? No, 350 million years old. Everyone knows. I'm looking better and better. People are telling me how good I look. I'm 6'3", 195 pounds, just in great shape. No president has been in better shape than me. None. No president's been smarter than me. Everyone is saying it. The Republicans, the Democrats, even the independents, they're all saying Donald's the guy, Donald's the guy. John Beckman knows how smart I am. He says Trump is brilliant, released him during Black History Month because he's the same kind of bigot that I am. It's okay. He doesn't know. I don't know I'm a bigot. (laughs) It's just who I am. It's just things I say as a white man. I can't help it. I've been in charge for a long time. I don't, I'm supremacist. Not supremacist like white, supremacist like supreme. It's different and not like the singing group, even though if I wanted to, I could have owned the Supremes. Hey, King, I'm going to say this to you and all of your fellow kings in the morning, listeners. I know you want me to be king of America, don't you? Uh, Donald, <laughs> no, 
I don't want you to be king of America. I just want you guys to know, J. King said, yes, he wants me to be king of America, but they're doing something with the airwaves, and they're making him say no. All of the people, all of the kings in the morning, I know, I know Brother Reverend Ali wants me. Right, Brother Reverend Ali? Because I'll stop Fred from calling you at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, you, you, you're, right, John. you're right, Donald. You're right, Donald. I just want to know, man, who, you got the iron in the background? <laughs> what is he talking Ali about? Ali bought a pair of shoes. Ali bought a pair of shoes, Trump. would you like me to be king of America? No, Trumpy Dumpy, I ain't on your bandwagon. You hear that, guys? He's saying, of course I do, but they fixed it. <laughs> The airwaves to say no. This is what I'm talking about. This is that fake news. It's fake news. Good morning, Richard Cordina. He wants me to be king. All of I'm with you, all of Kings in the morning. All of the guys on Kings in the morning, they all want me. Jay King wants me, right, Jay King? Donald Trump, um you make up a lot of shit, man. I, I don't I don't want you I don't know if I want you to do anything at this point. Um, maybe get a toupee, something like that. Good morning, Ty Williams. Uh, good morning, Red Boy. Did you hear him, guys? Jay King said, Donald Trump, you're the only one. You're the only one that I think may win. That's what he said, but you didn't hear that because of the fake news. The fake news has all this thing worked out. You never had a membership, John Beckman. You know, your membership is to Trump. John Beckman and Reese on the radio, not so much Jeff Carlin. He's a traitor. He was on the, he got the Donald Trump bobblehead. He likes my material. He likes my gifts, but he doesn't want to go full board. Come on, Jeffrey. I want you. I need all the Jewish people I can get. I look out for you guys, except for on this Palestine thing. I'm not so much with that. You guys don't want to fix it. It's okay. Listen, J. King, I want to help the black, okay? I want to help the black. The way I can help the black is the black has to vote for me. I just want the black to vote for me. I'm the best candidate. Look, I got a t-shirt. I gave the HBU, HBCU's money. I'll take it back. No, I won't. I'm joking. Yes, I will. I'm a white man. I just want you guys to know. I'm I'm going to be king. As soon as this election is over, I want you guys to call me King Trump. Donald uh, Donald Trump, King Trump, John Beckman, I'm going to get you and reach on the radio. I'm going to have you guys both by my side. Maybe a few... Not just down, but you'll be by my side. And I'm going to have you shining shoes, and, and I'm going to have Reese. I, I, I think he'll go, do great in the kitchen. You know, blacks, they cook really well. <laughs> uh, Reese will be in your right pocket. Funny, Jay, because I could damn near hear that motherfucker saying some shit like that. Oh, yeah. You just did, you stupid motherfucker. 
Shut the fuck up. Good morning, Tracy Parker. Hey, hey, uh, Ukraine's Good president morning, is worried Tamika. about if Trump become uh, president. He's huh? worried about that money that he... I said the Ukraine pre- uh, president is, is kind of concerned about if Trump becomes president. Um, well, I'm going to tell you, if Trump doesn't become president, um... Because Trump really had, a, I think Trump really had a lot of momentum in his favor, but I don't think so. So not so much. His um, he becomes more and more dangerous. Um. In his um. In his messaging. And I believe that um, people like me, that are on the fence, um. That, and, you know, and it was not so much that I was on the fence of whether I would vote for him or not, but who I would vote for. Like, um, you know, um, I would have probably would have voted for uh, Doc, Dr. Cornell West. But I may vote for, um, I may vote for Biden just because of how dangerous I hear Trump to be. You know he is, uh, and how how dangerous he could be for democracy in America. And I'm not ready for democracy to end yet. Um, I think there's another way we can fix it, but I'm not ready for democracy to end. Um, John Beckman, RFK. If I thought RFK had a chance, I would probably lean that way. Good morning, AJ Word Artist. But um, but I do know it's that Donald Trump. It's starting to reveal more and more how dangerous he would be. Janet um, Marie said, "Either way, we're fucked." Um, good morning, Christy Graham. <laughs> well, with, yeah, with um, Biden being president, Janet Marie. Um, so if somebody got a little baby wee wee, versus, you know, a, a two footer. You take the little baby wee wee. The, the fucking ain't so hard. It don't last that long. With Biden got president, you got the Air Force men burning themselves, killing themselves, committing suicide because of his foreign policy. In the in yeah. in the Gaza Strip, actually, actually, Boy, suicide burning themselves. Uh, Dre Nikki Haley said she's not giving up. Um, um, she don't have to give up, Dre. She's going to be beaten to the ground. What are some of the ways <laughs> you think she would <laughs> affect democracy? Yeah, she, 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 that shit was so bad. She's stupid as fuck. She's stupid. Good morning, little angel. Uh, Reese Hopkins, is, he said, what are some of the ways you think he would affect democracy? Um he don't respect the rules of democracy, um, Reese. He's already proven that. No, I think Reese would say that we're we're a republic, not a democracy. That's what Reese would say. Yeah, I know. We're a republic that's ruled by democracy. So, you know. But you know what? What I don't expect. It's for rule uh, for, it's for uh, Reese 
to understand any part of this. It's not who he is. Building now for a conservative victory through policy, personnel, and training. If it's not enough for conservatives to win elections, if we're going to rescue the country from the grip of the radical left, we need both a governing agenda and the right people in place ready to carry this agenda out on day one of the next conservative administration. This is the goal of 2025 Presidential Transition Project. The project will build on four pillars that will collectively pave the way for an effective conservative administration. building now for a conservative victory through policy, personnel, and training. The actions of liberal politicians in Washington have created a desperate need and unique opportunity for conservatives to start undoing the damage the left has wrought and build a better country for all Americans in 2025. It is not enough for conservatives to win elections if we're going to rescue the country from the far left. So the goal of 2025, so you guys got to read Project 2025. Yes, um, yes, uh, Pada. Which one do you think is more dangerous, Trump winning or them stealing it from Trump? Which one is, Uh, which scenario do you think think is more dangerous? them, Them stealing it from Trump. Good morning, Kyle Williams. If they steal it from Trump, that's more dangerous than Trump winning. So yeah, I think so too. And so, because if they steal it from Trump, then um, then they know that they can always control the game, and, and nobody's going to do anything about it. So I, you know, I they got to beat Trump. Yeah, I think if they steal it from Trump. What's the most dangerous about that is the veil is now lifted, and now everybody in the country well, that's what knows I said. what yeah. it is. It yeah. Well, yeah, but yeah. And, and and I think what what will happen over time, half the country will just check out. Well, half no, what will happen okay, over time? We know what it is. It only takes no. Listen, it only out. takes three percent of a population to cause the overthrow of government. So 3% of the, the 340 million Americans that are here, 10 million people can literally overthrow a government. So it's not like it takes a, a large part of the population. It takes just a small piece. And they can cause enough upheaval. And if they stole, if they stole it from Trump, then it would be horrible. Um. But so so they have to beat Trump. Do I think do I think Biden is the best candidate? Absolutely not. Trump ain't the best candidate. Um, Recess. I know I will be mocked for asking, but I still never get an understanding. This makes me doubt it because it's difficult to articulate. What are you talking about? Good morning, Emma Wallace. Nobody's even reading your comments, Reese. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but this is not WAC Radio, and it's not a Reese on the Radio show. This is Kings in the Morning, and um, <laughs> WAC Radio. You know, well, because, because WAC Radio is his talk. 
Good morning, Primo Rosario. It's whack that film, I think. <laughs> but it is whack radio. <laughs> I believe that Donald Trump, if he was in office, he would um his policies, the the policies that he would push would affect democracy. John Beckman said Reese wants to know how Trump will affect um John Beckman. Um, uh, get off, get off his nutsack. He's about to ejaculate, and you're gonna be, you're gonna be on a, you're gonna be riding on an egg, or egg wagon or some shit. Get off his nutsack, John Beckman. He's over there jerking it, and you're about to go into some unknown territory. It's gonna be get real sticky for you. <laughs> What I do want to talk about, you guys, what I do want to talk about is um, diversity, equity, and inclusion, and why black folk. No, I'm not having um, any, Reese, I'm not having any problem answering your question. I just answered your question. But what I will say, do is this. See, sometimes Reese people, I don't know, I don't want to block Reese, but sometimes Reese uh, makes me blocking, makes me, you know, then John Beckman, <laughs> then I, then I got to cut John Beckman off too because John Beckman is on Reese. <laughs> you got to block him, James. You remember, he, Reese just coming off at CPAC, so he's kind of hyped up, so you got to remember. <laughs> He must have got one of them defective CPAPs. <laughs> no, CPAP, the uh, so, conservative uh, convention that just happened over the weekend, I guess, or last however many days. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, he just came. I'm sure he went or paid attention um, to it. So he's a when you always own Reese's nutsack. That's what you did. Um, so, um, you try to change the conversation when I'm about to talk about... You have the conversation. No. Okay. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. Already. Um. I'm in here screaming and hollering and shit. <laughs> Who the fuck he think he is, Jay? I don't know. You got to say keep Johnny Rock up because I keep I shooting his ass off into the atmosphere. I'm telling you, boy, this, this motherfucker came in here hollering and screaming. <laughs> um, not only block recommendations but block support posts exactly. Um, so I want to talk about um, I want to talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, and why it's so important. Never young man by the name of Dosman Johnson. Good morning, Ward War Reed, who was um he was convicted of um of murdering a guy named Perry Steele. And he um Perry Steele was a a guy who was, some people would call a pimp. He had a little young girl with him. 
she was in the back of the car. She was asleep. Um, he got out the car, and he was shot and killed. And they said Doshman Johnson did it. And um, I don't know which one of you motherfuckers are making the noise. But it, it's probably, if you let Reese off mute, it's him, because he, he makes noises when you don't listen I to just him. Put him. I just put him on mute. And so I'm going to read you guys the story. And... Um, and then I'm going to tell you my involvement in the story. Well, you'll probably hear it because I'm going to read the story. Frankie Jones was a frightened, pregnant 17-year-old in 2009 when her testimony sent Doshman Johnson to prison for life. Jones was the lone eyewitness against Johnson, who was also 17 at the time. In a case in which he was convicted, for the murder of Perry Steele. Racked for years with guilt, she says she was manipulated by the police and her mother into giving false testimony. They told me that the weight was all on my shoulders because nobody else was there, she said. Good morning, Marissa Johnson. She's now determined to share her truth Johnson's attorney says it has come to light that Jones was coerced into identifying Johnson under distress, influenced by external external pressures rather than her recollection of events. Moreover, new evidence suggests Johnson could not have been at the crime scene at the time of the incident. Jones told the Observer in an exclusive interview that a Sacramento Police Department detective using Jones's mother coerced her into identifying Johnson. In 2009, Johnson's court-appointed attorney cross-examined Jones, pointed out that she had worked as a prostitute for a gang that was a rival of Johnson's gang. She made several inconsistent statements and could not identify Johnson in a photographic lineup of potential suspects as his current attorney, George Jones. Frankie Jones was a strong, has a strong desire to right the wrongs and in her involvement in taking Doshman's freedom. She lives with the grief to this day. I wasn't supposed to be a part of this story, she says. In 2008, at the age of 16, Frankie became pregnant, faced abuse at home, and ran away. She ended up living with and sleeping on the sofa of the victim, Perry Steele, for whom Frankie briefly worked as a prostitute. I wasn't really into it, prostitution at all. I, I was just scared and didn't have a home to go to, she says. Frankie was set in the back seat of the vehicle Steele was in at the time of the shooting. She remembers hearing someone solicit them for cannabis, then shooting Steele but maintained she never saw the perpetrator. Her mother, motivated by a $900 enticement from the police, encouraged her to say she saw someone. Good morning, Barbara Reed Coach. The police further manipulated the situation, signaling Frankie to identify Johnson by pointing, to a, pointing a pen at him in pictures of a suspect lineup. George Jones called such devaluation of a person's life a tragic injustice, and says the situation highlights corruption in policing. In 2017, Frankie Jones recanted 
at an evidentiary hearing. The experience was far from what she'd expected. I took the stand, and they just cru- they just ended up crucifying me, she says. Other facts, such as a cell phone record, Provide, provide evidence that Johnson was in the Meadowview area when the incident occurred in North Sacramento on Del Paso Boulevard about 30 minutes away. Cell phone records weren't presented at the 2009 trial, said George Jones. Johnson's wrongful conviction case is George Jones's third such in his 15-year career. He said he took the case out of frustration over Johnson's poor representation by his previous attorneys. Good morning, Ivan. His appeal and his habeas was well below standard, Jones says. The cell phone records are persuasive evidence of Johnson's innocence because the records put the phone too far away from the crime site for its holder to be the perpetrator, and they established that Johnson had the phone on the night in question. On April 14th, good morning, Life Nation, 2008, at approximately 1 a.m., Still, accompanied by another man, and Frankie Jones was driving to a liquor store on Del Paso Boulevard when he was shot and killed, according to court records. Cell phone records put Johnson near Meadowview Road and 24th Street at 101 a.m., not far from the Sam and Bonnie Pinnell Community Center, which is where the phone pinged next at 113. That location is more than 10 miles south of the crime scene. At the next ping at 1.17 a.m., it pinged even further south of the crime scene. Johnson could not have traveled 21 miles in a 12-minute interval to get to and from the scene of the murder, argues George Jones. Good morning, Taryn Smith. Even if the murder happened earlier than it likely did, Doubling back in the four-minute interval is even less plausible, the attorney says. Jones adds that if defense counsel had introduced the records, the state would not be able to explain why Johnson would have given his phone to someone else and why that person repeatedly would have called and received calls from Johnson's brother, a member of a rival gang, to Johnson's sister, another friend, and two girlfriends on the night of the murder. His lawyer at the time failed him, Jones said. Errors of ineffective court-appointed counsel led to Johnson's conviction for a shooting he did not commit, his attorney maintains. After his appeal, Johnson unsuccessfully sought state habeas relief, claiming his trial counsel was ineffective. Good morning, Boomchuck. The California Supreme Court's rationale is unreasonable, Jones says. The state court's decision is wrong and unreasonable. There's no longer anything linking Doshman to this crime. In reality, there never was. The cell phone record would have made a difference given the paucity of the state's evidence, which only linked Johnson to the crime through a single, uncredible eyewitness. It is just, it is unjust that the same evidence that our system used to take a 17-year-old boy's life away is not enough to give it back to him. Johnson's only chance at freedom is if the district attorney reevaluates his case, the office is in receipt of the information, 
and letters of support and said it's reviewing them. Good morning, Ms. James. Several community organizations have written letters to support of support to Sacramento County District Attorney Ken Holt, um, Ken Holt, requesting that he re-examine Johnson's case. Among them are the Black American Political Association of California, the California Black Chamber of Commerce, and the Robert Family Development Center. Doshman Johnson's case is not just a matter of an individual's freedom, wrote Jay King, Black Chamber President and CEO, but a litmus test for our justice system's commitment to truth and fairness. As a young African-American, he says, Johnson's plight also echoes the broader societal issues of systemic bias and the urgent need for reform in our judicial process. This case presents an opportunity for a profound reassessment, not only of the conviction in question, but of our values as a society committed to justice, King wrote the DA. I implore you to consider the new evidence and the inconsistencies in the original trial. A reconsideration of this case should restore a young man's life and equally and importantly reinforce public trust in our legal system. Rory Kaufman, regional vice president for the Black American Political Association of California wrote to Ken Holt that Johnson's civil rights were violated and that the inability of Frankie Jones, the lone eyewitness, to identify him in a lineup precludes a finding beyond a reasonable doubt the standard required to convict. I hope and pray that the court examines this evidence and information and sets this man free, Kaufman wrote. We anticipate that the district attorney's office will take these issues seriously and the process will begin to demonstrate innocence. Daryl Roberts, the CEO of Roberts Family Development Center, argues that Johnson should be released for time served with an apology and compensation from the court system while also asking that the cell phone evidence be investigated. These organizations, as well as the family of the victim, Perry Steele, believe Johnson is innocent. Meanwhile, Johnson, who's now 33 years old, continues to languish in prison, where he has spent his entire adult life, absent his nieces, nephews, a daughter grow up, and missing holidays, birthdays, and funerals of loved ones. My entire adult life was taken just to satisfy the police's agenda of getting another black kid off the street, he says at an exclusive phone interview. I don't understand why the evidence that took my life away is not good enough to give it back. So <clears throat> this is where I say um, diversity, equity, and inclusion is important to you. And if you don't practice it, you don't put yourself in position to help. And when I say diversity, equity, and inclusion, I'm talking to black people. You gotta you gotta know this whole game. And it's not just black. It's not just in the black world. It's in a world made up of different people, different nationalities, different thought processes. And if you practice diversity, equity, and inclusion, when you need it most, you don't have to go and search for it because it's already in front of you. So Ten Ho is the um, DA 
Howard Chan is the city manager. Kathy Lester is the chief of police. Ken Ho is Vietnamese. Howard Chan is Chinese. And Kathy Lester is a white woman. And they all know me. And Kathy, me, and Howard have a strong relationship to each other. So when I reached out to Tien Ho, because I don't know him like that, I just know, you know, we've been in the same circles, we've said hi to each other, but I was able to reach out to Tien Ho and send him this article and say, I think you need to look at this. And, um, and this morning, me and Tien Ho spoke on the phone. And now a young man is going to get an opportunity to get his life back because of a relationship. I was able to talk to Tien Ho and say, call Kathy and Howard and ask them about me. I don't, I don't get involved in things that I don't think, um, I, you know, I'm, I'm not race-driven. I'm fair-driven. I'm not driven by the, the race, the racial aspect more than I am the fair aspect of how we have to be fair to everybody across the board. And because of that, um, I am, um, we now have a case that's open that Ken told me today that he's, he's looking into it. He's going to look into it. The same thing that we that we look for, we have to be in. And what I realize as I get older is that in your life, there are going to be many doors and opportunities that come before you. Not 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 because you got money or because you in the right place or but because that's just the way life goes. And the question is, are you going to be ready for the door? Are you going to be ready for the opportunity? Do you even understand that, 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 that that's a door, that that's an opportunity? And you never know when you're going to need it. Like Emma Wallace said, Jay, do you think their understanding of DEI is up, to uphold the rights of those falsely accused or to push the agenda? I don't know. Um, no, um, Emma, I think the, um, the understanding of DEI for us, I don't know if black folk understand that it means that we have to practice it as well, that we have to be diverse, equitable, and inclusive in our walk the same way we demand it of other people. Michael Niner Jordan says some things are unpreventable, but so people put themselves in harm's way by putting themselves in the way. Um, whether they do or not, Mike, whether I put myself in harm's way or not, if I'm not guilty of something, I should not be convicted of something I'm not guilty of, whether I put myself in harm's way or not. So, official, I said thank you for the important work you do for others. Jay, this is part of why you are blessed. I think that goes for all of us. But that's important work that we all have to do. And that, that, you know, the blessing for any of us that are alive and upright with, you know, with fairly good health is that you are 
alive, upright, and fairly good health. And a lot of people waste their time, their good health. They don't, uh, you know, I, I know because I used to be one of the time wasters. And so you have to decide when you're going to stop wasting time. When are you going to stop being one of the time wasters? If um, if you're over 40 and and you don't and you don't enjoy life, you're not. If you're over 40 and you're not enjoying the the ride because you because you get it, you have wasted. Your time, because if you're over forty, you're in the middle. You're in the middle of your age. You're middle aged. You're at the half. You're at the halfway point. This thing is winding down, and that means that that you you haven't done that that one thing that that everybody has to do in order to move to the next level. And what's interesting about that next level is what you have to do is so frightening. Because it doesn't involve anybody around you or anything around you. It's just you and, and that mirror. It's just you and and what you put into the rod. You know, how you've treated this contraption we call the body. And this is if you're over forty and you got struggle on you, you gotta look at you. And say, what is it about me that I that I'm attracted to struggle this way? Because you have to, if you're over forty and you still struggle, there's got to be something about you and struggle that you that you did. Otherwise, you would figure out, you know, if you're over forty, you've grown up. You really, you're you're in the middle of the, you're middle aged. You're right there at this thing before it starts going down here. You know, you come up, you come up, and then it's, it's just like this. You're right there in that arch and right here. The only thing that stops your life from coming down and, and, and keep you back up is if you learn how to live, learn how to enjoy it, learn how to give something back. So, you know, this is a young man who's 16 years of his life down the old tubola. But it might have saved him, especially if he was hanging out with gangs. It might have saved his life. God might have really, you know, he might get to, he might get to get out of the prison and go talk to some youngsters and save some of them. Mr. Elias at Muhammad Ali said it best, if you're still doing the same thing at 40 that you were at 20, you've wasted 20 years of your life. There's a lot of unhappy people out here. I just got to tell you guys, a lot of people that that are that are miseries. If you guys were a group, there are a lot of people that are so unhappy. If they were a group, I'd call them the Kathy Bates. You know, uh, the group would be called Misery and the Captain Bates. In case you guys don't know, that's a movie called Misery, and the main character was a lady named Kathy Bates who kept this guy captive, beat his ass with a hammer, and all kind of shit. Kathy Bates is the actress, sir. Yeah, her Kathy Bates is the actress. 
But why do I always want to make her Kathy Bates? What was her Nikki name? Poo. I don't know. Nikki Poo. What was her name in the movie? Uh, it escapes me. I told you not too long ago. It escapes me what her name is. <laughs> escapes. Escapes him. She won an Oscar for that role, though. Yeah, I wasn't sure exactly where the DEI was in all of that, but uh, yeah, it's a well, the story. DEI, let me tell you what the DEI, because I know that just ninth grade is a motherfucker. So let me explain to you what the Really? Me, um, yeah, let me tell you what the DEI was, because, motherfucker, you, you didn't listen. The DEI was in the fact that I could pick up the phone and call somebody who don't look like me, who's not necessarily part of our community, that I could also, I could also, good morning, Angela, that I could also um, have him go to the city manager who doesn't look like me, uh, go to the um, chief of police who doesn't look like me and, and get, uh, and to trusted, to trusted voices that he trusts. That's where the DEI was. That happened, but that happens so because I... there's a relationship that I, I didn't have to make that already existed because I practiced diversity, equity, and inclusion. That's where it was. I, I'm, if I may, okay. I'm just asking the no, question. Leave, leave it, Reef. Leave it. Why not? Why, why can't I ask the question? Is he... Because don't nobody want to hear all your bullshit because your shit ain't really to ask a question to get clarity. Yo, you, you, you want to be shitty. And everybody know it. That's why your dumb ass is on mute. Good morning, stink funk music. It's a simple process. Everybody know. And I'm sure you'll find a reason not to agree with it. Well, Jay Kim, maybe he should have been home. Maybe he shouldn't have had a phone. How about that? Why does a 17-year-old black boy want a phone anyway? And what is he doing when he's going in at 1 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Dude, I, you listen to me. I, I know who's listening. Thank you. I appreciate you putting me on mute. Keep doing it every time I ask you a question. Okay, Keep doing it. It means you, you, you lack the temerity. Good morning, Leonard Hamilton. It means that your dumb ass is on mute is what it means. Yeah. <laughs> you lack the speaking voice. Since, because we got some lack in here. Big King, can I ask a question? Yes, you can. Um, have you guys gotten, like, the innocent, the innocent project involved with that No, case? because... Uh, no, um, George Jones is um, is a reputable lawyer here in the city, African American, who was taken on the case, and um, and because he's taken on the case, um, um, it, it has brought attention to it, and it's why people were talking about it, and there's a rapper. Um, called the baby, who happens to be this guy's cousin. He's now tweeting about it and stuff. So Fifty Cent and other people got involved. But this is a case that, like you know, they were going to do a protest, and I told you, I told him, no, don't protest. 
let us let me work let me do what I'm doing on this side. Don't protest. Don't go and try to shame him or show him up when we got when we got people working to fix it. Let's fix it. We don't have to. You know, it's the same thing with it's the same thing that we did with um with um um Hawkinsburgers. I didn't let them turn Hawkinsburgers into a racial thing because I knew that she needed small business to support her. So I didn't let them turn it into a racial thing because I needed the small business council to, um, um, Reese, have a good day, Reese. I just hung his dumb. Oh, damn. See, what Reese is going to make me do is blocking because, uh, you know, Nobody is going to deal with your with your uh, mm-hmm. unhappiness, Reese, of being black. Matter of fact, somebody somebody was at the event this weekend. They came to the event and they said how much they didn't like Reese because and they said I don't understand why you let mm-hmm. why you let a, a, um, a white man come on and, and talk like that about us. I said, what are you talking about? I said, John Beckman. John Beckman isn't white. They said, no, Reese Hopkins. I said, Reese Hopkins is black. They said, what? I said, yeah, Reese Hopkins is black. They didn't know Reese Hopkins was black. Because, you know, um, nobody has ever skewed uh, about nobody black that I know, that I personally know. I know the the guy, uh, Jason Wilburn, I know he does it. On um, he does it on um, ESPN. But to know somebody that really hates being black, you know, is something. So see, Reese is gonna make me block him on um, on Facebook, so he can't even. So he can't. He won't even be able to. Leave a comment because you don't know how to act. What's going on with him, Jay? He's he mad at you or something again? No, I think no. I, you know, he, he I, hey, ask me um, ask me if I give a fuck. Do you give a fuck, Jay? Can I ask another question about the case? Absolutely not. Yeah, you can. Okay. Um. Yeah. Let's say okay. Obviously, he'll he'll get out because he's innocent, right? We'll pray that he gets out. So when he gets out, is there a cap in California for the amount of money that they will give him for every year that he's no wrongfully spent in prison? There's no amount of money that 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 they would give him if they were if there was anything you have to that they would have to fight for it. You have to sue them. A wrongful, uh, okay, you know, a wrongful conviction. He, he, okay, so if he sues uh-huh. them, that will, whatever the process is, I, what I'm asking is, is there a cap on the amount of money no. that he can get? No. Because in the state no. of California, in the state of Texas, there is. We're not in the state of Texas. We're in the state of California. I just told you no. No. There is no cap. <laughs> 
went and then Mary, you know, she you know, she you know, she gonna double up. Can I ask you a question? And you know, Mary ain't never sound that white in her life. So Mary gonna go full white girl for weeks. And the other time, like, uh, let me ask you a question, Jay. But for real, she goes, can I, ask, can, can, can I ask you a question? Yes, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> you got it just like that, too. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn. You know, all I'm asking is that, you know, Hey man, if we um, if we gonna be one height, you know, if you want to ask a question, then um, ask a question. <laughs> yeah, she did go full white girl, and then she said, "All I asked was a question, Jay." Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, and so, and then Reese get, you know, Reese gets his. You know, she, so she does it. Um, she does it, and then Reese, um, Reese gets to, you know, he gets to say, "Thank you, Mary." <laughs> so he gets to, it gets to happen without him. So, no, nah, you, know, you ain't gonna get to do that. I ain't gonna let that happen. No way, Jose. And they still that. haven't paid me for my work on how I brought them back together again. <laughs> How'd you bring them back together? Well, I'm their counselor, Jay. I'm their marriage counselor, oh. or divorce oh. counselor, or just relationship counselor. So you all three, huh? Three and one. Uh, I'll leave with the gold. That nigga said it's three and one. I like your Trump penny shoes, your gold Trump penny shoes that you got. No, nigga, mine mine wouldn't be gold Trump, nigga. His would be gold Ali's. You seen mine first, nigga. Right, you put you were the premier for what was to come. No, I wasn't the premier, nigga. I am the originator, nigga. I ain't no premier, nigga. I ain't your nigga, nigga. Talking about my how shit, nigga. He, how much is he selling those shoes for? Trump shoes. How much do they go for? Anybody know? Mm-hmm. $400, I think. Four, three, well, hey, hey. I, I think I saw them for... $400. Um, yeah, but I think Damn. I saw them for... For twenty nine dollars. Twenty nine dollars, no. Yeah, I think I saw him for twenty nine dollars. Man, oh, if you, yeah, have you, name, the, you can do. Jay, did you get the text I sent you? No, I don't. Uh-oh. I don't. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. I haven't looked. At so it it's a hundred and forty dollars per day maximum that you can get for being wrongfully incarcerated in the state of California. So, um, you know what, uh, Mary? Uh, let me tell you, you can also be muted for the whole show on Kings in the Morning. I told you about fucking with me. Trying to be, she's trying to be released on the radio. 
<laughs> yeah, she put a Reese on you. Fact check it. <laughs> well, but you know, but I don't know. If that, so I don't know if that's true because I don't know how how this thing is gonna work. That's why I don't do that part. I let a uh, I let a lawyer do it. But see, what I will do is this. What I do know how to do. I know how to lump motherfuckers together, and I. So you guys should know something about me. I don't give a fuck who it is. If you get under my skin, I promise you, you only get to do it once. Because then I know I know how to eliminate your ass. I'm a great eliminator. I, I will eliminate motherfuckers that, that try to be cute with me. All of them. Damn, she didn't, let it, she, didn't, she didn't let it go. She came back with it. Mm-hmm. That's Damn, why her dumb ass she might she might as well hang up on today. She might as well well, hang up on reach here too. The way she get mad, Jay, she'll get on the board and unmute herself, Jay King. No, she won't. She (laughs) she get mad. She gonna um Damn, I wonder how was my profile this Good morning everybody, good morning. Good morning. Nah, this nigga talking about good morning good in the morning. middle of our shit. Nigga, don't, mind, don't, don't nobody want to hear your voice, nigga. You think you's a Big Mac because you got chocolate beets under your control, nigga. This nigga is chocolate peach. Wait, wait, good morning, sister. Say, what'd you say? No one's good, good morning. Good morning, Chocolate Peach. She's no one. Good morning. Uh-oh, they want to be heard together. Oh, good shit. morning, Chocolate Peach. The dumb <laughs> little girl is nobody. Just look, 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 look. I understand why you, Seth, don't like your damn disgusting red ass, nigga. <laughs> nigga, check this out, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Me nigga, this chocolate peach sent you about a dozen of motherfucking Cuban cigars, nigga. Just called him a redskin. <laughs> she sent this nigga a box of Cuban you cigars. You this nigga talk about white, yeah, baby. Black Indian Austin. Jay King. This nigga, this nigga said, it's, he said it's hot as fuck. Nigga, you want to have your head like Cuban cigars? Listen, listen. You want to have your hair nappy? Then you want your hair slick like Steve Seagal? Nigga, you don't know who the fuck you are. Nigga, you mad? You you can never look like Steve Seagal, nigga, ever in your life, nigga. That's why I'm too. Then in 2023, he the fat Luther. I'm too poor. He the skinny Luther. And you'll never be a motherfucking Super Bowl champion either, nigga. Now, don't worry about it. With your San Francisco fruity ass. Charles, why are you coming here jumping on Ali? Oh, Ali started me. You ain't here yet. He started me. He lying, Jay. I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, come on, man. When he threw that chocolate peach shit in there. Yeah, he said he's going to come in and act like we want to hear his voice. Yeah. You know, yeah, you ain't heard nothing like that, Jay. 
You ain't heard nothing like that. These niggas is liars. They stick up for each other. Then they go against each other. This niggas I'm is crazy. I'm going to do, do a snitchet. It's in the archives. It's in the archives. It's so you the only one who said people be lying. You're the only one who do shit and then hide your, hide your hand and say other people lying. Good morning, lying. Danielle. Look at her. She trying to stick up for it. I mean, look at this. You ain't even no host. Why are you even on the motherfucking show? Hey. Cause Jay unmuted my mic. Now. Cause, Cause Jay, I unmuted huh? her phone because I you unleashed this. Let me see what time is it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it is. It's nine. It's nine twenty nine. That's the time that Jay released the rhinoceros. I forgot. My bad. Here we go. The zoo joke. Here we go. The zoo joke. Hey, CJ, let me do. It's lunchtime for you motherfuckers. That's why you open up the door. <laughs> I know you want to do something. That's what we do. That's what we do. That's what we do. Accident rendered her unable to work for more than five years. 
she said. Grapska, hey, cuz, what's happening, Michelle? Grapska also said she could not carry her children, finish basic chores, or lift a heavy bag at times, and that at times she needed her medication to be brought to her in bed due to the pain. But a photo <laughs> shown to the Irish High Court in Limerick featured Grapska chucking a Christmas tree in January 2018. Grapska, a resident of the town of Ennis, was one of the people photographed tossing a five-foot spruce tree at local tree at a local tree throwing competition as seen in this BBC article. Contestants compete to see who can hurl a tree the furthest. The Irish Independent reported that Grabska admitted to Judge Carmel Stewart that she won the competition. A 2018 article from the outlet named her as the victor in the ladies' event. Grabska is featured in the article's lead image in a yellow jacket and work gloves and appears to be flinging a tree. Just days before the competition, Grasper had informed doctors of constant pain in her neck and back and spine. (laughs) (laughs) It is a very large natural Christmas tree, and it is being thrown by her in a very agile movement, the outlet quoted. Stewart, Mm. the presiding judge, says, I'm afraid I cannot but conclude the claims were entirely exaggerated. The court was also shown footage of Grapska playing with a Dalmatian in the park for about 90 minutes. The footage was taken in November of 2023. Her (laughs) hearing was dismissed on Thursday. The the law firm representing Grapska didn't immediately respond to a request for comment from Business Insider. Because y'all can't be making shit up. Take key. Did she want to win or did she want to be right? <laughs> you was fucking wrong. Hey, Ali, maybe she took lessons from your broke back mountain ass. She'd have won, she'd have won her claim. Wow. <laughs> I ain't never seen you laugh so hard. You ain't been laughing like this in about five years, Big Charles. You got your laugh back again, huh? It's always been there, brother. Always. I see it's coming out now. Constantly. Yours has been coming out lately because you've been coming to the show tipsy. Shut up, nigga. The fuck? Nobody been coming to the show tipsy, nigga. What is wrong with you? Well, that's what you told us. You told us you have a few beers. I'm trying to see if I can find a a picture of her. Oh wow! Throwing a tree, but I can't find her. I see somebody throwing a tree, but it's not her. I'm trying to see if they have a photo of her throwing this damn tree. Because I want to see how big her ass is. <laughs> I, want see, I, want see, I want to see if she was a buffalo gal. Oh, yeah. Oh, you know that. she is. Only only girls like that can lift a tree. Wow. 
Yeah, but, 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 but let me tell you guys. Trees. Yeah, we're in we're in a different we're in a different world now. <laughs> you can't um, explain you can't lie about shit like that because you don't know who's watching. They've been watching oh, them. Yeah, they and they have cameras no, every no, but, fucking but never where. because of technology. Technology, brother, anybody, yeah, and everybody. Yeah, yeah, but but they used to, they used to send out live people back in the seventies to watch people that said right. they had a disability. Yeah, they did. Wow, they sure used to send people out the video. Wow, yeah. you know what? She's not a buffalo gal. There she is she right not? there. She no, looks pretty good. Small little thing. See how yeah, she's a small little thing. There she is right there. Smaller than your big head ass, Ali. <laughs> She is right there. <laughs> Throwing that tree. They coming for your ass today, Lee. Shut your ass up, Fred. Damn. And stop Bro, calling me and texting me early in the morning, nigga. Like, well, hell, I thought she was a little tipsy. I, didn't, I just thought N- I was N- N- Jay was right, nigga. You, you've been influenced, <laughs> nigga. Yeah. You didn't even talk about that tree. She wasn't playing. Yeah. No, we're right. You've been influencing Jay, you little puppy. Look at this nigga. Protect, look at this nigga trying to protect the nigga coming out of the woodworks. What's up? I got, I'm an elephant surrounded by a four lion. Are you tipsy? Right look at her. There she is right there. Tipsy, dipsy. And she poses. So how dumb, how dumb are you? Now, you know. Very dumb. You got a claim against you. I mean, you got a claim out there. And she fucking throwing trees and shit. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that Yusef Kente shit. For 800,000 lawsuits. (laughs) You know, most motherfuckers get groceries and shit. This bitch throwing trees. God damn. And then then you go in the newspaper. And you go on the newspaper <laughs> and you tell your friends, did you did you hear? No, what what what? I I was in a I was in a Christmas tree throwing competition. What? <laughs> She's smoking that Yusef weed. You must not have fed well at all. She was smoking some of that credible hog. She's smoking some of that golden that. That golden hottie, uh, that, that, that Willie Wonka. She's smoking some that Willie Wonka. Yeah, really. And she was feeling good. Look at the motherfucking trees around. Yeah. And right after, right after she won. Who is it? Who's <laughs> 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 Who is it? Who is it? Madam. Yes. <laughs> what kind of nigga is that? That nigga said madam. Good morning, Keith Paul. Good morning, Greg Horsley. What nigga is that, Jay? What character is that nigga when you say that? Hey, Jay. They're in another country. She don't look that tall. She don't look that tall. It's like a little elf. Not about five, six, five, seven. Hey. Interesting. I'm going to show you guys how to get petty. I'm going to show y'all how to get petty. 
When an estranged father had to pay the final child support to his daughter, he decided to be anything but gracious. He chose to pay the $800 he owed as pennies that he dumped on the front yard of his ex-wife Virginia home, or or, of her Virginia home where she lived with her mom. There were a total of 80,000 pennies that he emptied into the yard using a rented trailer. The 18-year-old Avery Sanford chose to turn the situation around from a clearly negative experience to one that will have a positive impact by donating the money to those in need. Sanford is a senior at Deep Run High School and was in the middle of her classes when her father decided to pay her a visit along with her child support. While she was not around to witness her dad dumping the pennies, her mother was. Speaking to WTBR, she said, He pulled up in front of the house and turned the trailer on it. He dumped out all the pennies on the ground. Okay, that's fucked up because it's child support now. What are you doing in my yard? I didn't know who it was until he shouted, It's your final child child support payment. They what's that popping and shit? What's going on on the phone? These motherfuckers is doing all kind of shit on the phone. Hey man, that's yeah, that your people, man. That might be your back popping. No, <laughs> nigga, that's Jay open. I told you around lunchtime, Jay opened up the door on you, motherfuckers. You know and then, hey, hey, everybody know you're red. That sound everybody. like that sound like you, nigga. Can I finish that reading like the you. story? Can I Go finish ahead. reading yes, the story? Yes, you can. Yes, please. Thank finish you. Finish the story. Stanford said. It's not just my mom he's trying to embarrass. It's also me and my sister, and it's upsetting that he didn't consider that before he did it. After the arduous task of picking up the pennies, Sanford and her mother decided to turn the bad situation into a good, positive one. They agreed that donating the last child support payment left left to them in such a manner would be the best course of action. They donated the 800 pennies to Safe Harbor. We just want them to come pick them up. <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, well, they donated dick. the pennies, but you got to come pick these motherfuckers up. 80,000 pennies. How many of you guys would Man, do that? 80,000 pennies. You know, your last child, Not support, for child yeah. support. But that would have been better if it was like al- the last alimony check. That would have been great. But not for child support. That's fucked up. Wow. <laughs> I'm sure his daughter didn't need anything. Because he would have done that if he did, I don't think. 8,000 pennies. I wish I could have picked that up, like. 800,000 pennies, Charles. No, 80,000. 80,000. Yeah, back up, dummy. Back up. Go back into your weed hive, nigga. <laughs> It's some crazy stuff. My husband cheated while I was pregnant with our disabled daughter. I took him back. I don't care what people say. I'm paying my daughter $9,000 to move out so she doesn't turn into a moron. Heartless mom and dad forced healthy daughter, seven, to use a wheelchair for four years so they could scrounge benefits. (laughs) 
down. Mom tells kids. I mean, this, these are stories, you guys. These are these are stories. Mom tells kids that they can buy late dad's belongings at her yard sale after they, they refuse to take things for two years. That's fucked up. Matt rapist told victim nobody would believe her because he was a police officer. Wow. Damn, I can believe that. I could believe this that. is one. I can believe that one too. Donald Trump's niece, Mary Trump, has been quite vocal with her criticism of her uncle. In her most recent roast, she outlined the three problems the former president faces when it comes to paying the $450 million fine he owes after being found guilty of fraud in New York. After months in the courtroom, Judge Ngoran has finally found Donald Trump guilty of fraudulently inflating his assets in order to secure a more favorable loan and has hit him with a $450 million fine as a result. The judge found $364 million in damages from fraud from the various properties and added the interest that started accruing from the different points of the different properties at about $100 million, bringing the total to $100 $450 million. Donald Trump, and this is, uh, you know, I don't know why they got the the, the, the black woman that they got uh, trying Donald Trump look the way they do. Mm-hmm. But they all, but they all, they, they all got the same, like they got the same wig. <laughs> the same, the same wig. And they got, and they all got this. And this is Donald Trump is finally facing accountability for his lying, cheating, and staggering fraud. Because no matter how big, rich, or powerful you think you are, no one is above the law. That's what uh, that's what uh, Letitia James, the girl who. Uh, Uh-oh, I just tested positive for COVID. No symptoms, but it might be best to reschedule our meeting. I'll wait for Angela to follow up on. Yeah, I don't want no COVID. Uh, 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 <laughs> Reese just sent me a text and said, what's it like doing a show with these no-shows? Contribute nothing but cackling and laughing. No substance, not even a challenging comment. Scared of their own channel because of the mute button. No, we. This is actually how a show is happening. This is actually Reece how a like show a is happening. He sounds like What's a up, troll. What's up, can you restart the show? What's up, can you restart the show today? Yeah, the yeah I did. Oh. Yeah, it's weird. I, like I did something Reese didn't like. I was... Defending a young black man. This young black man was uh, charged with killing somebody that he didn't kill, uh, and there was there was no eyewitness. The one, um, uh, Mr. Elias said, "It's a damn good show to me." Well, Reese doesn't think it's a good show unless he's in it because that's he's on it. 
That's what the ninth grade and narcissism would do to you. Um, and um, he said, I'm actually supportive of your plight. No, no, you're not. That's why you said Mary in as a double agent to ask questions and got her ass muted too. <laughs> so you got Mary. I got Mary muted. Can I ask you a question? That was and Mary, funny. good morning, Kelly. And Mary did something that she never do. Mary went full white girl on me. She went white yeah, girl on me. Can I ask you a question? question. <laughs> do it, Jay. And then she... Can I ask you a question? And then so she asked the question, so I answered it. And then she came back. Can I ask you another question? Oh, and then she said, all I asked was a question. <laughs> she ain't found out. She was now, Mary had been that girl. since she was five years old. Y'all stupid. Oh, God. That's cold-blooded. That's just funny. I'm going to get my intelligence voice on. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to open his mic up for the third hour. Turn with Mary. You cold-blooded. You wonder where Ali get that mute thing from. I, boy, you cold-blooded. You cold-blooded up the mute. <laughs> your, your son has learned well from you. <laughs> nigga, Ali dangerous with a mute button, nigga. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you lucky you didn't call in because you would have got your ass blocked for the whole show, too. I could tell. <laughs> <laughs> You see who my teacher is, Big, big Charles? I see. I, I've I been see. learning look, for 10 years look. from this nigga. And look, and look he wonder, listen, and he, he wonder how you get throwing people in special rooms and shit. You won't be like, okay, you, you two motherfuckers talk to yourself. Man. J.K. sitting stressed out. <laughs> Just in case you thought about John Beckman, I got something for your ass. <laughs> I like that. J.K. put me in the bubble with Kente one time. And I said, that's cool. I'm going to learn that one day when I get on the board. <laughs> you learned that shit. Yeah, you learned that shit well. You did. Ooh, I remember that You learned shit. it well. Notice. <laughs> Mary said, what happened to diversity, equity, and inclusion? That's what I'm asking you. You a full white woman. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, he's too much stuff on you. If it was me on the board, all the white folks. Today is all the black people. She'd have uh, got back on the board. If it was me on the board and you went, you was on in, 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 in Guadalajara. Leave Mary alone. Leave Mary alone, nigga. Shut your fat ass up, nigga. You right there with her, nigga. It's your punk ass. But she would have got back on the board, Jay, and unmuted herself if it was me. Uh-huh. Oh, God. That only happened one time. Shut your fat ass up to you, lying motherfucker. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That thing is quite everybody. That thing is. Oh, <laughs> What's going on today? Mary said, thank you, friend. Oh. Mary, you have a show with. Bree said, yes, it ain't a show without me. 
But you would have the third hour of power. I just want you guys to know that in, um, that in the third hour of power, I'm going to be listening. So if my name is mentioned in any way, form, or fashion, motherfucker, you're just going to You're going to cut your ass to the fat meat. This nigga, this nigga threw up anything. He ain't threw it out there. You know he popped up anywhere when he hears his name. He don't make no difference. You know, I'm going to tell you what happened, you guys. I was really just trying to tell the story of the young man, you know. But Reese, Reese once, mm-hmm. once he get on something, you know, he just got to, he got to chew on it, just chew on it. He just wanted to chew a hole in it. So then Mary comes, you know, Mary can't help it because Mary is so used to coming to Reese's defense. Um, do. And, you know, so now uh, John Beckman, I'll block your ass too. I already blocked Reese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he can't. He can't even come in the chat. Anymore. Don't make me block your ass. The only way you'll be able to listen is by phone. Wrong one. <laughs> wrong one. Wrong day. So I'm trying to give you some warnings and shit. You can get some of these hands too. <laughs> I'll really be trying to be yeah, outside. I'll be cool with you. Yeah, outside with an airbag. You know, I'll really try to have one, but uh, <laughs> I was trying to move to what I thought was an important story, and I thought we could really. That, um, that's Big Charles that's laughing like that. That's making you laugh like that, huh? <laughs> Oh shit! You can say whatever you want to say, Reed. You beating everybody ass. Huh? That's Jay King today. <laughs> beating everybody ass. You come get some of this too, nigga. <laughs> that's but there's a young man, fucking the whole neighborhood, a young African American man who uh, who we got to fight for. And the point I was trying to make is I'm able to get more done because of relationships I have because of diversity, equity, and inclusion, because I didn't have to wait to the last minute in order to be able to help this man. Because I have a relationship, I'm able to pick up a phone and say, yo, I need help. And people that you, that's, why, that's why it's important for you, to, for you to practice the same thing you ask other people to practice. We, have, we ask organizations and and different people to practice that. We big have to companies practice what we have. And big companies. You're right, King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the workplace and and public service. Yep. You're right. We ask for it so much to give us classes on it. Yep. I practice as best as I can. Is Yusef Kente available? Don't see me. Uh, uh, why did why did uh for a wheelchair? Uh, why did Emac said he ain't close to Lynn's laugh, but he's close. Now how can he not be close to Lynn's laugh, but not close? <laughs> um, That's the English language for your ass. What up, Reese? What up, Oh, I just want to make sure that I got this quote correctly. Um, did, was it you who said last week that Alexei Navalny was murdered? By Vladimir Putin? 
Now listen, Hoffman, don't be coming over here. I'm just no asking shit. real quick. Did he say it or not? Okay. Did he say and it or not? I know you weren't. Oh, she got black Didn't he say that Alexei Navalny was murdered? Was murdered by? That's the I know. Okay. Alexei Navalny was not murdered. The Ukrainian intelligence chief has just openly admitted on camera that he died from a blood clot. You can I say something, Reese? Can I say something? Yeah, if you believe that, I'll get a Don't start off that way because you might get Ukraine. Me. Can I ask a the question? The Ukrainian intelligence chief. <laughs> not Russian. I ask a question and get you muted. Right. Not, not the Russian intelligence. Well, you know what? It, so, but, but they could have gave him a shot that gave him a blood clot. Yeah. Uh, people lie all the time. He could have had a COVID shot. Vaccine. Like a COVID yeah, shot. They you know, know. <laughs> wait, wait. They still talking about one person know. murdered JFK, and, and if they shown that one man couldn't have done it. I mean, but they still want to admit that. I'm just saying, Reese, people lie all the time. Even our own country. But I said it was, it was your now, president. Wait, that I said, wait, wait, wait. It was Whatever your you president. Do, said, Charles, everybody said hi to me. Charles, would I get muted today? I don't, Charles. But listen, <laughs> do yourself. Charles, I'm serious. You're too big of a man to twist yourself into a pretzel to protect Yusef Kente. Stay look, away. Look at all the blockheads. <laughs> all the blockheads. All the stuff. Stay away. Stay away. <laughs> And if an if was a fifth, we'd all get drunk. A lot of people are changing yeah, their but time. now. I uh, I said remember when I said when I said it last I, week. What do you mean? Putin murdered. I said it. I know, but you said, said you know what he meant. You know what he meant. And I said okay. I all I said was okay. Your president, your president was, of America said. All I said was to wait. Hold on, it gets better. Vladimir Putin was also interviewed. Who did Putin say last week that he wanted to be president of the United States in the 2024 election? Anyone? Joe Biden. Anyone? Joe Biden. Joe Biden. That's right. He didn't say Trump. <laughs> Our American news people, me, media keeps telling us that Putin wants Trump. That just because you read, you say just because somebody says something don't mean that that's what Yeah, it don't mean. On, wait, wait, wait. What? Hold on. So the American news media says that Putin wants Trump, but Putin says he wants Biden is more preferable to the I, Russian people. Come on, man. Hey, and they're both lying? That's why your dumb ass is on mute, because you believe dumb shit. <laughs> yeah. You can have that conversation without me. Oh, no. Don't mute me. You're the don't same person that said you I, can't, I believe you he can't, was murdered. You can't believe it. And that's why your dumb ass is on mute. You can't believe <laughs> the media, and then you, but then he believed the media. Fuck out of here. Yeah. My name is Jay King with Lynn Tolliver, Johnny Grimes, Patrick Davis, Yusef Kente, Brother Reverend Ali, Simi Braxton, Reese on the Radio, Big Fred, um, uh, uh, um, oh, man, uh, High Top Fame, uh, Mary Hopkins, you Mitchie Smurf, Big Charles, uh, Chocolate Peach, and John Beckman telling you to get busy living because you got more time. You can't believe the media. You can't believe the media. Same that channel. This is. This is.
trying to put that back on me last week it was the media You're having it both who ways, said Reed. that he you was murdered wait wait you don't, wait, trust, wait. You don't listen to wait. the media now you listen to the media no no i didn't say anything about the media now you're bringing up uh, the media i said no, Vladimir you Putin. believe what the media said actually hold on the media had not the said, media said the media did not say anything about vladimir putin supporting yeah, they did. Joe Biden. they said putin Where? wouldn't let the, the wife Putin wouldn't let the wife have an open uh, uh, funeral procession. Actually, I'm talking he, about he something else. You're, you're confusing the two. I'm going to say it again. No, the I'm media not is not reporting that what Vladimir Putin. Is, the media is not reporting that Vladimir Putin is supporting Joe Biden in the 2024 election. You can't find it anywhere in the media. Look it up. No one's reporting it. So how did it come out? Vladimir Putin is on tape. Asked. They played it on CNN. It's the only place that they played it. It was last Thursday. No one else is reporting. Okay, so. He said, you asked me this before, and I told you, we will work with any president, but we would prefer Biden. His own words. CNN played it on Thursday. No one else has reported it. Okay? <clears throat> Again, the news media all weekend and last week said that Putin prefers Trump. So I'm not saying, I'm not trying to have it both ways. You are. Actions show yeah. that they was bromancing Putin again, and Trump. Again, Pi- it Bi- listen, Putin Don't could you know be all out Hitler lying. Even Hitler had a problem. Listen, okay, Putin could be all out lying about who he supports. The point is, is that the media, listen, the yeah. media is reporting what 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 Putin didn't say, and Putin is saying on camera what he said. My point is. Yes, you cannot trust the media because you have Putin on tape with his own answer, and they refuse to play his nor own answer. Can you, well, wait, nor can you trust the government of any country. No, again, Putin is on tape, and the news media is okay, reporting he's thinking that. something else. So I'm not having I it both ways. Okay, so I, I, I moved I on from that. that. Now to the <laughs> Navalny thing. The media reported that Putin assassinated him. The Ukrainian. You know, opposition to Russia, the Ukrainian intelligence officer is on camera saying that he died of a blood clot. And now everybody is inferring, oh, the blood clot could have come from somewhere else. Let me tell you what he said. He says, and I quote, this will disappoint you, but he died of a blood clot, meaning he was asking the guy, it's been reported that he was murdered, but the answer will disappoint you because it wasn't what was reported. But you have to watch the video to know. I would, I, I would trust a Ukrainian spokesperson to, you know, less than I could throw a rock. Couldn't didn't agree you with you video? more. Couldn't agree uh, with you more. And that's my tell, whole point. Didn't you, see the, didn't you see the video of all the cash that was stashed away? 
yep. by these Ukrainian oligarchs that yep. are running this war. So I Victoria don't believe fucking word tried, Ukraine has to say. Victoria Newland tried to say that every billion of do- every billion that we give to Ukraine comes back to the U.S. economy. Come on, dude. All right. So again, I'm not trying to have it both ways. You are. You're twisting yourself into a pretzel saying it could have been this. That's funny. The last time you said what it could have been, it wasn't. Oh, and by the way, Trump's not going to have enough money to appeal his, um, his, his case in New York. He's appealing this morning, to which I posted on Sunday. Should we tell him? Should I tell him? No, I'll wait. And he posted. So it turns out he has the amount. Everyone was certain Trump wasn't going to be able to file, a, a file an appeal. Filed it this morning. And he'll get all that back when it's yeah. over. Exactly. Time. Story's over now. All that, all that boasting and laughing and patting each other on the back. We got him over. Hey, check this out. Whoever making all that goddamn noise, I know it's Chocolate Peach. Now. A motherfucking Big Charles. <laughs> now that we know, and now that we know it's going to be a piece, can we now move on? Can we now move on to the phone data of, of one Fanny Willis? On Facebook? Was that you? Yep, that was me. Okay. Now can we get to the phone to the, to the phone call data of one Nathan Wade and Fanny Willis and another case that's about Ruiz, to be Ain't nobody listening to your crazy motherfucking yes, ass today. We love you, yes, nigga, but are. go to work, nigga. Go to your other radio station, nigga. That's okay. I'm on this one now. I'm still a king in the morning. <laughs> Still a king in the morning. Nobody want to hear that shit. No. There was twelve hundred motherfuckers in here. Now no. it's only twelve, nigga. That's my right. nigga. That's my nigga. That's my nigga. Shit. Shit. Them motherfuckers want to sit around and hear that sycophantic shit. You go right ahead. Hey, I, I just can't it. believe I was in the same room as Goldie Friday night. That hey, was like sure. unbelievable. You were looking My good. God. You, were sharp, you were sharp, brother. I see in the back of your head, man. Your motherfucking shit was whipped. That's right, was baby. You enjoyed yourself? Yeah, it was fun. Like Jay said, it was yeah. high flute. Nobody nobody got up and danced, though. That was the only sad thing. That right, whole dance right. floor there, no, nobody danced. Maybe you should have got up and started the party, white man. Well, okay. I didn't want to create. I didn't want to make a scene. Man, wow. you was guests, you know. I mean, just sip on your beer and just chill and enjoy the enjoy the you show. You could have been doing it, doing it like you Steve Martin. Get it over with. You know what I'm saying? Steve Martin ain't never That's right. Yeah, I had to make sure make sure I behaved myself, which I did. So yeah, because you don't want that motherfucker to go off on you nowhere. One thing, John, one thing John Beckman. One thing John Beckman is not. It's scared. John Beckman right. talks to anybody and everybody. So that's one I'm, thing. I met ain't. a lot of nice yeah. people there. A lot of nice right. people I met there. Yeah, it looked like you were having a good damn good time. I'm so proud. I met a fellow in the restroom who happened to live there, and we just got to talking, and then his wife was outside. <laughs> you weren't not balling uh, his penis, were you? No, 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 no. And uh, his wife was outside waiting for him. And after we were done talking, he said, hey, I want to introduce hey, you to my wife. 
And I yeah, he introduced me to his two, wife, and many, then his how wife many knew Kool-Aid color, How many Kool-Aid color toupees does Trump have? I mean, Saturday was dark red cherry, and then it was uh, bleach blonde. Uh, he's Friday. talking about your he's talking about your toupee, uh, Beckman. Uh, no, I shaggy. Know he was calling you Shaggy. They 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 called you Shaggy. They called you that guy for Danny from the Partridges. They called you all kind of motherfuckers. Oh yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I was talking. I was talking about Trump's toupees. Oh, he got different Kool Aid colors. He doesn't wear toupees. But you, his hair is man. You crazy motherfucker. It's the it sounds that, like it sounds like you're crazy because he was on Jimmy Fallon back in 2016, and Fallon pulled his hair live on air. It's not a toupee. Right. Oh, all, all I'm saying is how many colors? All you're saying, all you're saying is nonsense. That was eight years ago, Reed, and that was before he started combing his hair front up the front to cover so up the hole. So it's a toupee now. Yeah, I, I don't know. Well, it's red. One day it's red, next day it's orange. I'm just asking. Next day you know, it's yeah, now. Since it was eight years ago. You said your question should be how many how many toupees does Joy Reed have in her collection? Better question. She wears How many hair like do you have? How many do you have? I got the one on my head that's El Naturel, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did it feel to be in the room with uh, the, uh, the NAACP black man and then you had Judge Mathis there? Oh, well, Just I tell me, how did you feel? You I know, I mean, to be around. Jay, and Jay said, oh, my God, am I going to talk about this on Kings in the Morning? I went, oh, shit. So. Um, no, he was, he was, you know, I walked by him. I said, I shook his hand. I said hello. Yeah, I I almost to be, wanted to, to say be boldy, to be. But, uh, come on, man, stop bullshitting me, man. I'm trying to get to your natural feeling to be in a room with highfalutin celebrities. Uh, you know, on the same yeah, level, on the same playing field as yeah, normal said, people. Oh, got, had our picture taken with Jerome Bettis. Um, uh-huh. said hello to Cedric the Entertainer after he said hello to Jay. Cedric went up to Jay on stage, fist pumped him. Then he walked yeah. by me and shook my hand. He was very nice. And right, uh, right. spoke Jay to Jay already Matthew. gave us the fucking details back to peck. We don't yeah, need but you. he didn't give you the white <laughs> man's details. details. No, give it to white man's version, version, man. Give it to white man's I'm version, giving, man. I'm giving you the Caucasian point of view. Come on. <laughs> two points of view here. <laughs> Sounds like you're gloating. Sounds like you're gloating. You're the only one in the room? You were the elephant in the room? (coughs) No, there was another Caucasian guy there, and he was also wearing a a sweatshirt, so we got along beautifully. Right. It's 10 11. I didn't know it was a black tie event. Love you, Shadow. Did you say a black tie? Did you say it was a black tie event or a black guy event? Sorry. Black tie, black tie event. Everybody wow. Was in, everybody wow, was in tuxedos. He quick with it, ain't he? Hey, what, yeah. by the way, who was yeah. the person who said? Who was the person who said that I'm not? I can't remember who it was. Somebody talking about being comfortable in your own skin. Do you think this is a fucking costume? <laughs> Let me ask that shit. Say, Reed, for you, I'm going to say fucking yeah as a costume because every day you wake up as a fucking joke. There's a joke with you every day. Yeah, I, I, your life is a costume. King Charles. 
my my good friend King Charles. You may you very well be for every motherfucker. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. Um, you may you you my friend may be the most insane individual I've ever had to deal with on on this show because. <laughs> Ooh, because I would tell you thank you, sir. You talk you. about Big Charles. Yes, insane. I am. Insane. Because <laughs> that motherfucker's got an ideology I've never seen before. With the exception, with the exception of our dear leader. A very, very interesting uh, point of view. But that's okay. I've watched those points of view change over and over again, and I will take full credit for it. No, it's not fair. So what do you think about Ali? What do you think about Ali's... Uh, Whole concept of what's oh, going that motherfucker's a wild card. Let me tell you something about Ali. This is, and again, this is the whole thing that sort of engenders uh-huh. Ali, and it sometimes pisses me off. I like a dude who's unpredictable. You can't pigeonhole him. That's my favorite part about any individual is that you, if you, if you can predict a dude, that means that you can play to a dude's weakness real easy, right? When a guy could always has his heart on his sleeve, and you know the things that set him off. You can play with that dude all day. You can manipulate that motherfucker into anything you want. But Ali, one minute, he's this way. The next minute, he's, the ne- he's another. And I love that because, again, that, that means you actually have to put in work to get at him. You have to put in an effort. And it shows your true uh, tenacity. Hey, don't, you don't, tell him, don't tell him about putting in work because he's been texting me at 2 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, hell he said he thinks about me at two thirty in the morning. You know, that's yeah, scary. Yeah, fuck you! Yeah, I ain't thinking about you. Should I just? I, I don't want to call that stalker-like behavior, but <laughs> so does it. Does it awake my comrades when I'm laying there and I'm watching and I see something come across the net and I say, "This is hilarious." You send it to you. That fucks with you. But yeah, yeah, that, I that, mean, that, does, it, does it, um, does it wake the Fred, when a nigga sleep, Fred? Well, I didn't think you was up. I just thought maybe when you picked up your phone in that the morning. Rhyme, that kind of rhyme, too. You didn't like that? That's kind of sweet, Fred, when a nigga sleep, Fred. <laughs> you all right with me? Why you wouldn't answer the regular phone when I called you? I'm all right with you. Reese was talking. You interrupted him and said, what about Ali? What's wrong with you, man? Because I was seeing if I could get you to come out there and, uh, you know, use some. No, nah, man. I think, I think you really, you really, really sweet. You, you like the little Rico Suave type niggas, don't you? <laughs> oh, now you Rico, Rico Suave. Suave. Not you. He say he's not. Nah, he didn't went into another motherfucker. Now nah, he's not Mexican. He's not Puerto Rican. Now nah, he's Rico Suave. <laughs> He just told you you didn't know who the fuck you was, boy. He can't be Rico Suave when that nigga's He's unpredictable. He can tell you he's unpredictable. So we don't uh, know who we fucking with right now. I know, exactly. Well, don't, don't, the, the, don't let these motherfucking the assholes stop you from he talking. He said he get it from his co-host. And all he keep on, I mean, that other motherfucker used to keep on calling him uh, his uh, goddamn fiddler, uh, uh, Pinocchio, there, there, you go, there you go, shit star. You must want to get muted today, huh, nigga? <laughs> it's the third hour. What time is it? We can't get muted. Yeah, it's 10, it's 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10
Fred with your punk ass, nigga. It used oh. to be free reign around here, but that's not the case anymore. So you can still get muted, unfortunately. So. <laughs> but you know me. I refuse. I'm just, I'm just not. You just I'm keep coming back. Keep coming back. He's like the energizer yeah. buddy. You know, I always, <laughs> I, I'm always harking back to, you know, the, the German foot soldiers who goose step. And I say, you know, we were just following orders. I refuse. I refuse. Evil persists when good men sit around and do nothing. <laughs> do nothing. They do nothing. And I am the not devil's a workshop. I see something. The I see devil's something. workshop. I see something south. I just got to redirect it. It's just the way I am. People call that shit. Call it anything you want. But when I see something's wrong, it's wrong. I just got into an argument with my wife about that. Were you uh, micromanaging things? No. No, we just had a well, disagreement okay. about Don't go into it. Don't, I mean, just talking, wife. talking, talking code. Whereas we're, you're not oh, talking no, about we your wife. About, we were having a disagreement about the um, about the migrants because of all this, you know, situation with the uh, with the girl, the University of Georgia girl who was murdered, and um, she was just talking about how the news media just sort of gives the impression that every person who crosses that border is a you know a criminal and my response to that was very nuanced by saying if you cross the border illegally illegally you are a criminal there's no such thing as non-criminality of doing something illegal it doesn't matter what the illegal deed is it's illegal therefore you are a criminal so like it or not that's what you are and it's not like we don't have legal ports of entry along the border along the border of Mexico. We do. I wonder what Mexico would do if I kind of just kind of walked over and hung around in Mexico for a while. Put you in prison would... or kill you. They have the right yeah. to do that. They have the right to do that. Their immigration laws are far worse than ours. Far worse. But and then you know, the argument came up. She was like, well, why have all these people coming through the southern border? Well, that's now, easy. We, we, you know good and sound well that yeah. if John Beckman just soldiered over to Mexico, they wouldn't kill him because they don't want, because they wouldn't just kill Americans without the wrath of the U.S. government coming on him. So what happened when that? What happened when that family was shot and killed by the cartel? It was like 18 people who died. They were all American. <laughs> no, they were all of they were all Americans that lived in Mexico. Yes, but they were all Americans, and they were murdered. Yeah, I just read a story yesterday that Cancun, Mexico, is not a very place for Americans to visit now. There's a lot of crap going on down there. Well, because of the gang, because of, because it used to be a time because of the cartels when they right when the, it used to be a time where the cartels would look at those places as off limits because mm-hmm. it was bad for their business. Right, not anymore. Now, not anymore. They, no, that's what I said. Now they don't care. So yeah. places that's what I'm saying. So, like their know. immigration laws are tougher, but the the Mexican government knows that the cartels are making money through the transport of the tri-states that are coming through Mexico well, yeah. to get to the United well, States. The, 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 well, the Mexican government is in business with the cartels. Exactly. That was my point. Yes, that was exactly my point. They, the elected officials. Well, they the have to be, otherwise they get killed. 
pretty much. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. And, but, and we just know, had the – what was it? Uh, Mexico City. Yeah, uh, that's right. Just killed a couple of years ago. Every governor that, that decided he didn't want to do business with him got killed. You're right. Exactly. So, again, people say it's like, well, if their immigration is tougher, why are people allowed to? Well, that's because the cartel is making thousands, if not thousands. My sister-in-law, Helen, paid $7,000 like over 20 years ago to get into the country in the back of a goddamn uh, – uh, what do you call it? A, a, a Chevy Nova her father spent. To get her over the border. So, you know, again, I have a yeah, well, personal knowledge of this. All these illegals are paying the cartels a fee to get over. Yeah, exactly. Even the, in even fact, the, ones the going rate is anywhere between five. The going rate is anywhere between five to fifteen thousand dollars. And 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 they also the cartel got to the point where they tag them now. So yes, they have they different do. tags on them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. Yep. The other the trafficking part that's even crazier is when they do get into the United States and they do the catch and release, they're sent to a host a host family, an alleged host family. They, there's no way to vet them that they are, but then they go there. Now imagine this: you get the illegal into your home, and then you make the illegal work in all types of facets, some in the sex business, and they must do these jobs or. They will prevent them from getting to their court cases and also threaten them with deportation. So in essence, it's a slave ring. So, and the federal government is assisting in this. So again, with all of this stuff, people talking about the illegal, why don't you just let them through? It's because every facet of the system is corrupt. Even the U.S. is part in it. Yeah. So that's the reason, again, like I said, when I see something go in the wrong direction, I point it out. People don't like it because they have this personal investment in it. The facts are the facts. What day is it? Even the Chinese are paying to, to get here. Thousands. Well, I got to tell you, Reese and John, nobody's really listening to you white men. Sure they are. <laughs> and look, you know what? I, this is, that's the one thing that I never seem to understand. It's the, the, the diminishing of the races by saying I, I, I lack value because I'm white. Okay. Is that what that's supposed to mean? Yeah, in a, a little ways, you know. Uh, yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. You gotta ask Jay. You gotta ask Jay King though. He's the ring leader of that. I'm just a side. No, no I just. I mean, in one breath, you can't have it both ways. I'm not. I'm not a racist, but then call somebody a white person in order to diminish them. Well, that's what I'm saying. You got to ask the the, the the diaphragmics of it from mm-hmm. Jay King, the originator of mm-hmm. calling you a white man. Mm-hmm. And then and then at the same time, time say that oh, I'm not a bigot. I'm not a racist. Well, I know you're a bigot. I know you're a racist. You got to be. He's divorced from the race. If you, you use a race, this world, to, race. If, you, if you use a race to diminish a person's point of view, mm-hmm. that's bigotry. That's racism. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Saudi said that your point of view didn't matter because you're black. Then you got to bring that up with J. King. What you got to say to that, J. King? No, no, no. J. King's not the only person who's responsible for that. <laughs> Everybody knows who you are. If you got the little dirt, if you got a little dirt in the game. If you got a little dirt in your game, you know who you are. If you start saying everything is measured by somebody's race, 
right, or you get to diminish them because they act or think a certain way, that's the racism. So I guess because I act white or think white, then I guess I'm less than. Mm. So let's discount it. I'd like it. to know what I'm thinking when I hear the word diaphragmic. Sub. What the fuck is diaphragmic? Ali, that's part of the body. The diaphragmics of it. What's the diaphragmics of it? Can you help me? Ali, Reverend Ali. Well, yes, sir. How may I help you? Yeah, what is diaphragmics? That's a new word in my dictionary. No, that's a new word in my dictionary. Well, the root word is diaphragm. So I want to know okay. what the fuck is diaphragmics of what reason? Well, uh, that's that's a that's a word in my dictionary, nigga. You don't have the same kind of dictionary okay, I well, have. What is it? What is it? What is, what is your dictionary? Well, I don't want to explain that to you right now. I, I can't I can't go through well, that with you. You're a little, yeah, look, check this out, world. peasant. I can't talk to you right now, <laughs> peasant. <laughs> oh, you like that, Nicole? See how I tear his ass up? You, she would that's like how, it because that's how, that's how, what I did, what I did, Nicole, is how you, is how you, is how you fillet a plantain. Noted. <laughs> <laughs> means somebody who belches out their point of view. Yeah. Hey, um, Beckman, what, what, what talk the fuck show is, is Biden going to be on tonight? What? Wait a minute. How you fillet a plantain? What is a plantain? A plantain. A plantain. It's a, a platano. It's a green banana. Don't you know? Or yellow. So that's how you fillet a plantain. That's right. It, that's right. For some people, it is yellow, and those people are cretins. Um. Whatever. <laughs> wow. Platano dulce is way better than the other than the maduro. Yeah. What, platanos are better than plantains. Platanos dulce are better than platano maduros. Yeah. Well, what is a plankton? Is a plankton and a plantain? They're taking it in full. Breeze, are you going full Mexicano on me? (laughs) What? Platano? (laughs) Is that the No, let me answer you. First of all, my father's Panamanian. My my banana, father's right, Panamanian. So platano is how you pronounce it. And it yes, when I say that, that's how I have your daddy was just a plain old nigga when he first met you. Now he's Panamanian. <laughs> my father is Panamanian, like it or not, J King. My father is Panamanian. Okay, okay, so okay, I get it. So, so we, now a lot of stuff comes clear for me. Okay. I don't know what that fucking uh, supposed to mean. I mean, you know, you ain't no. I understand why you're not a. Oh, you're not I'm not a real black home. person. You're not, oh, you're not oh, you're you're there it is. You. You. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. You, Barack, and Kamala. Yeah, there it is. And there it is. There it is. Not authentically black. That's the reason why I don't like red Kool-Aid, J. King. Is that why? And Why you don't like grape Kool-Aid? Yes, why you don't like grape Kool-Aid? I don't like purple drink, J. King. It's because my father was Panamanian. Is that why? Yeah, you racist against the grape Kool-Aid. 
Yeah, you like pink lemonade, nigga. You want them I pink didn't know, lemonade. I didn't bitches. know that was all indicative of your skin color. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but I apologize. It is nice to know that I'm getting all the lessons from you authentic Negroes. <laughs> You're welcome. Purple drink. <laughs> We we unauthentic Negroes, you know. We Rachel Dolezals, as it were. That's who we. Because <laughs> look, you know, by your daddy, your, your daddy being from uh, Panama, he might he grew up in Harlem. He grew up in Harlem. You might chew on. You might you might chew up chew on a suitcase just by itself. Here, let you me listen. I mean? Let might. me qualify my dad's authentic blackness. Okay. He grew up in okay. Harlem. Okay. He lived Qualified. in Harlem. Qualified. Okay, and and he was a, and uh-huh. he was and he was a heroin dealer in the street on 125th. Okay, and he was gunned and he was gunned down in the street. That's and all. And he was gunned that, down in the street. What that guy do that thing? What that guy do that thing? Everybody was swinging drugs. Everybody was using motherfuckers. I think first of all. First of all, if he were white and gunned down in in Harlem, he'd have been a victim of a wrong way killing. <laughs> but Reed, Reed, you, magic question, Reed, Reed. Magic question. I'm in the I'm in the race. you say that was in um they were in Harlem during that time. When my father was around? How many oh I can no, probably yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I'm talking when you I could yeah, I can count to four I can count the four off the top of my head. No, there was a Which lot one of were races. No, no, no. Four, what, uh, predominantly uh, in the 1960s? Well, predominantly, yes. okay, but there were still. It was very I'm sure there were others, but I'm saying the predominant rate groups of people in there clearly were Puerto Rican. I know that. Dominicans were definitely in there. That, wasn't, yeah. that definitely happened. But people say they're the same thing. But blacks and whites alike lived in Harlem mm-hmm. during the 1960s, before white flight. Yeah. So it's funny because we have more white people moving back to Harlem today. After Bill Clinton put his offices on 125th Street and they brought all the corporations up to 125th Street, like Verizon and all that stuff, all of that gentrification well, went right back into it. right back into the area. I mean, there are more white people in in Harlem than I've ever seen in my lifetime. Right. I lived in Harlem for a little bit. You did? Whereabouts? Yeah, when I was um, locked up in that. Uh, oh, you did that juvie place. In that, uh, it was 140. No, it was uh, between Convent and Convent and Saint Nick. It was one. Well, I think it was 145th. Oh, okay. Yeah, white flight was a big yeah, white no when I said white flight, yeah, I meant white, white flight, flight in New York City. I know what you mean. No, I, know what you mean. I, know what you mean. I grew up I where I grew up in Queens, 
And Mary will tell you that. I mean, the only reason why Mary and I know each other is that we were right at the cusp of white flight in, in Queens Village and Braddock and uh, uh, what do you call it, Jamaica. Hollis, Queens, Jamaica. There were so many white families. When I went to Jamaica High School, that was 1982. Um, no, yeah, 1983, I apologize. In 1983, when I went to Jamaica High School, um, there were – white kids and black kids and Spanish kids that went to that school. In fact, three of my friends that, that I hung out with in Jamaica High School uh, were white, and another group was Puerto Rican, and, and I had two black friends who I hung out with. It was like a whole freaking rainbow sound, coalition of people. You sound real white right now. Okay, whatever. Anyway, all of a sudden, I know <laughs> you know where the... closed Jamaica High School down. Right? Yeah, yeah. After, after 1989, 90... That school was, if it, if it wasn't Spanish and black alone, it was all Spanish <laughs> at Jamaica High School. Are you talking white on purpose? Because you got me over here crying, man. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just talking the way I normally talk. But anyway, <laughs> it, was all, it was all Spanish by the time I think I moved out of Queens. No. Yeah, yeah. I think I well, moved out of Queens. How many black people went to Jamaica High School? I mean, Hillcrest was where all the black kids went. No, there were because I went to eighty six because I I grew up right behind right in front of Hillcrest right on that street, uh-huh. and um, I went to PS eighty six and there was it was like we had Greek Italian. When you um, went you, again, that was before White Flight. When you became a teenager, like a late teen, that's when White Flight started. Before then, when you were going to grade school, it was still a white neighborhood where you lived. No, sure it was. No, it wasn't. In 1979, sure it was. Well, 1980. Well, Jeff, no, no, no. You weren't in grade school, school in the 90s? I w- no, I was in grade school in the 70s, in 79. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. I said, that, I said when the 80s, late 80s 85. came around, when the late 80s came around, 88, 89, that's when white flight started to hit us. It already hit Manhattan. It was hitting us at that point. Because remember, like, we started getting a whole lot of Pakistanis, Pakistanis and Palestinians that were moving into our neighborhoods. My sister went to Hillcrest, and um, I mean, she she didn't go to 217 because my mom didn't want her to go to 217. Cause the, well, she did go to 217, but the girls in 217 were too rough for her, so my mom shipped her ass to 231. <laughs> a lot of black girls at 217. Well, but there was at 231, too. 231 was across the street from, um, what's that fucking high school? Uh, God damn, what is that big-ass high school right there on the on the parkway before you get to Springfield? Oh, Springfield Martin? High School. No, it's Springfield High oh, School. Oh, Springfield High. Yeah, so 231 was across the street from there, and that's where my sister had to go to junior high school. Springfield was still, Springfield High School was still white, remember, because we had Belmont. Is on the border of Long Island. Well, I, she didn't go to Springfield High School. She went to um, to two thirty one to two thirty one Junior High. But she went when she got into high school. She went to Hillcrest for like a minute before she dropped out. I looked at a Google map of our old neighborhood. God damn it! I'll never go back there. I looked at um. You, you should see like even where I grew, even where I grew up, I'm on the hillside. Stupid. Yeah, that neighbor, 
Yo, let me tell you something. You know how you go back to your old neighborhood and you be like, oh, I used to live there. Oh, I used to live there. I, dude, I looked yeah. at Google Maps in my neighborhood. I was like, holy shit. I'm never going to be in that. Like, you would, you would have to catch me dead in that town. Never. It was too long ago that we were in your old neighborhood, Hopkins. It was how long ago was that? It was... At least two, 10. No. Really? Uh, Beyond uh, 2016. Now she liked to reminisce with you, Reese. <laughs> no, it wasn't ten. It wasn't ten years. Well, how really? long have you and Roseanne been married? A year, right? Yes. Okay, so y'all have been y'all have just been married a year. So it was. You yeah. went to New York several times in the last couple of years. I have not. Yeah, I guess it has been a minute. For My you, brother's it wedding, it ain't been that in long fact, was me. the last time I drove through Manhattan. I didn't even go to Queens. I went to Staten Island. Oh my God, let's not let's not talk about that motherfucking shit. <laughs> that okay. motherfucking that I'm just saying that was the that last time I even drove the, through yeah, Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when did my brother get married? Eighteen. Yep, 2018. Yeah. Yeah. So that alone. What are we in, 24 right now? That's six years ago. I drove through Manhattan. Okay, so that was six years ago. So it was probably seven seven years. Yeah. No, when, when did when did, when did move to North Carolina? Fuck. 16, maybe 15. Damn. Okay. So yeah, it has been almost ten years. Holy shit. Yep. Time does fly. Huh. Yeah. We're, we're planning a trip. We're gonna try to plan a trip to New York soon. Yeah, this you go back to Ozone. This is what this show was all about. Reese and Mary, the bitch show. Wasn't it though? <laughs> Wasn't it? <laughs> This is how the after hours started. It's supposed it's to be so, y'all. It's so funny that um, that you say that, Ali, because I've gotten a lot of people have been like, why don't you and Reese still do a radio show together? Um, but, yeah, no, we're going to plan a trip because we're uh, supposed to be, you know, putting my mom's ashes on my grandmother and my grandfather's grave in Long Island. Oh. And, and, and taking Jeff's ashes and putting them in this in the ocean. Wow. Damn. On Long Island, too. Crazy how they'll go to Long Island, but they never fucking lived in Long Island. <laughs> and trust me, trust me, I, uh, Yusuf Kente is not you guys' counselor, even though he says that shit all the time. I don't know why he does. Like, talking about somebody who takes credit for something. Yusuf Kente is a guy who would take credit for the moon landing because he found a moon pie. <laughs> and it was a chocolate wow. one, not a vanilla one. <laughs> exactly. Anyway. I saw a funny that you say about the moon landing. I saw this um this funny video about uh a wife showing this guy um like maxi pads with wings and tampons. Oh my god, that was the funniest shit. And how they're used. Right. Did I send it to you? I think I did, yeah. 
Yes, I did. I did send it to you. You did? And, um, yeah, and he's like, you mean to tell me we can get to the moon, we can do all of it, and they haven't come up with a better fucking way than this? I feel bad for you ladies. <laughs> he was like, where do these go? You stick this on your hair? <laughs> do you whack <laughs> and and wear a pad at the same time? Oh, shit. Yep. Bitty, shitty, shitty. Bitty, bitty, bitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so do you really think they went to the moon? No. Yes. And did that craft on the moon? It's and it yeah. has no. and it has no. ice mountains on it now. No. The moon has no. ice. No, I don't believe any of that shit. They're fucking lying. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody been through that. Did you see the landing? Now. Did you see the images of the landing that they, that took place? Mm-hmm. Those fake photos they took, yeah. It was actually ice mountains like. Mm-hmm. They said it was you going to the southern that, right? hemisphere. Of, and where yeah, is yeah, the, I know it to be true. I know it to be true. Where is the South you can't, Pole? How do you know it to be true? Where is the South Pole on the moon in relation to what? What relation is north, south, east, and west on, on the moon? I don't know. I, never I don't know. know. Because they said they went to the South Pole of the moon. And they went there because of the ice that they said, and from that fraction of ice that was on the moon, they're going to, uh, we know water can be there. going to create water, water. Yeah. Yeah. But they're at the South Pole of it. In relation to what? In relation to... <laughs> Are you looking yeah, so at what are you calling? Oh you my calling? God! No, no, I'm not sending a text message. West on the moon. No, no, I'm sending what, a text what, message where to Roland. are you calling north, south, east, and west on the moon? I'm not. I'm actually writing a text message to my producer. I'm not talking to you. No, I wasn't okay. talking to you. <laughs> okay, but Hopkins, you said you know it to be true. How do you know it to be true? Were you there? That was your big-headed ass in that suit, wasn't it? <laughs> I knew okay. that helmet was We know it to reason. be we know it to be true because there has never been any verifiable evidence that it is not and you can't prove a negative. But so there's no th- verifiable evidence finish. that it that it was. There's no verifiable yes, actually, proof yes there is. Yes there is. Yes there no, is. No there's not. There's fake I'll photos. tell you here's it. You know what makes me laugh, right? Cuz I hear these people go, Neil Armstrong is the first man on the moon, but how can that be true when there's somebody outside the vessel filming it? And the part that always makes me laugh about that is, is so you believe that someone was filming it or not that there was a camera filming it, right? So when you, when you set up the premise, right, you set up the narrative, right? So you're saying, how can he be the first, mo- first guy on the moon when there's someone there filming him get off the, the, the vessel? And the first thing I how said was, would- let me finish. Why do you suggest that someone was filming it and not something? So get there, and then we'll get to the other stuff. Because there can be an there can be an unmanned camera, right? I know, but we'll get to the other stuff. I know, we'll get to the other stuff. Can there be an unmanned camera on the on the Apollo mission? Yes. Uh, In today's day and age, yeah. No, no, no. Can there be one back then? 
Yes, because in fact it was. There's a whole there's a there's a whole documentary on the actual apparatus on all of it. Now let's get to the actual moon landing. Right? Has China landed on the moon since? Sure. Right? Have no. there been other other attempts to land on the moon? Sure they have. But no one's ever doubted them. They've always doubted this one because of one I'll- film that says that it didn't happen or brings into question that it has happened, but how do you prove a negative? I doubt all of them. I don't, I don't think any of them have been there. Let me ask okay. you a question, Marie. Let me ask you a better question. Mm-hmm. What, is, what in the fuck is the value of landing on the moon? Uh, exploration, space exploration, to land on another planet-like okay. substance. Yeah, so but what's I'm just the saying, value but we've, already, so we've already done that already. So yes. if we've all, agreed, why do we need to prove anything if we've already done it? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.